You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Mavs. All right, in three, two, welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engsted, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, and co-host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast. You got something to say, Isaac? Uh, you left off a title. No. <clears throat> I still gave you two titles, though. <laughs> That's true. You still did give me two titles. My time with Fansided and the Smoker Cuban is is over, and it's bittersweet. It's been a great it's, run. It's been a great yeah, run. It's, it's been a it's been an awesome run. Three years, I guess, as editor of the Smoking Cuban. Man, I've cranked out so many articles over there. So much fun stuff. I saw you said you seven hundred articles. Yeah, is that an exact number? Well, over seven hundred. I know that for sure. Because last That's time crazy. I checked was a couple months ago, and I was at like six seventy something, and that was a couple months ago. So. Yeah, it's a ton of writing. You know, obviously that got me yeah, started like, with Mavericks. Like twenty a month. <laughs> yeah, for three yeah. years. Yeah, twenty twenty five a month. There's a couple months to there. I did a few less and a few thirty thirty piece a month. Uh, but no, it's fine. It, it's just a transition. You know, it nothing against them. Love fan sided. Cool people over there. Great people over there. Cole, my guy. And that ran the site with it's awesome. It's just pretty simple. I just want to. We have a baby coming this summer. Got to focus more on that, and going to focus more on my role with Mavs.com, and more responsibilities going into that, and just everything with that. So my role really doesn't change as far as like, whoops, I'll still be at the games all the time. I'll just be credentialed through the Mavericks, and still be tweeting all that stuff. I just the writing load I can kind of tone back down on and he's just, tough. he's more of a bot company man now so he, he's not gonna be able to speak <laughs> as freely about the the team that employs him now oh no i can't so <laughs> i can't so but no my wife's excited about it still doing the podcast all the time so that's cool so pretty much three maverick things have went down to two so now i'm podcast mavs.com and uh yeah i still get to write some not as much as before but just see what see what happens but it's been bittersweet. One of my roles is covering Mavs gaming, and man, that's that's fun. Had dinner with them. I guess you listened to this two nights ago before they uh, went out to New York City, and it was cool just meeting the guys, meeting the the team. The guy from Germany had just got there a few hours before, and he is flying out. Or he flew out today, which is Tuesday, <laughs> with Jeez. the team, so he hasn't got to practice or move in hardly at all. So, how's his English? Cool. His English is awesome, and you know he credits his English with uh, 2K. Oh yeah, and yeah, playing 2K, and he became. I was very surprised with his like Mavericks knowledge as far as you know, obviously with Dirk and Dirk's everything in Germany. But he was like, "Oh man, growing up, I get up, read the newspaper, and read about Steve Nash, Mike <laughs> Finley, and Dirk Nowitzki." <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> I think he's around 30 because oh, really? he said this, this is the first time he's been in the States 
after he's 21, and he says it's been a while. So, oh yeah, so there's some some distance there. Interesting. Was Dimes there? He was not. He was in Cleveland. He was the only one that wasn't there because, well, actually, there's two of them that wasn't there because he had just went on his ESPN press tour in LA, where he was on the jump. He was on first take. Yeah. He was on all the stuff for ESPN. So he's, he's on meeting Conan. Yeah, he was on everything. So uh, he's meeting the team in uh, in New York. But the other guys, man, that, the shooting guard, I think he, <laughs> dude's like six yeah. six. And he's the one that's you know dunking on their Twitter page on a ten foot goal like with ease. That dude could like play like right now. He's good. <laughs> dunking on their Twitter page makes it sound like he just like owned them. Like he said a tweet on their that Twitter was like, page. Oh, dunked on them. I'm super excited about this. Uh, we're gonna try to cover the Mavs gaming team. Isaac is is apparently the beat writer <laughs> no, for the Mavs gaming no, team right now. That is not what I am. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I, I cover them. I know them, but, so uh, it's it's cool and. I'm gonna at least I'm gonna try to watch all the games. They're all on Twitch, so they're pretty they're pretty available. I mean they're they're right there for you. The first game of the season is May third. It's gonna be at eight PM uh Central Standard Time. So if you guys are interested, go to Twitch. It's free. Just follow the NBA two K League channel and just go watch it. I watched uh I watched about a quarter of the Bucks versus Pistons game today, just because I wanted to see what it was like, what uh, what the whole setup was like. And their That's setup wild. is pretty awesome. But by the way, we're going to get to what we're actually going to talk about, which is fake Kawhi trades. Uh, but we wanted to wanted to, to mention this first. Um, so we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, so they're set up in, in New York, and all of their games are going to be played in New York. So they're, every single time that they play, they're going to fly out to New York, and they're going to, uh, to play there. But their setup is, is pretty cool where they have uh, this, like, circle where each guy gets their own monitor, their own, like, game system. And they're all playing like in this circle, sort of. And each each player has a camera faced at them. And then there's these monitors or screens that are facing towards the audience. It's each player's face. So you have like the player's face, which I think they should put on the broadcast. That was not. It's not on the broadcast at all. Like you, if you're watching on Twitch, you can't really see their faces until mm. they cut away to them. But I think they should just always be on there. And then they have the broadcast, and it's in. Uh, if you guys play 2K, it's in the uh, the broadcast camera instead of like your 2K where it flips around and, and stuff like that. It's in the. Uh, like you're watching an actual NBA game. Uh, yeah, like you're watching an actual game. And then they have announcers. They have halftime guys. They have pre and post game. Like they have all this stuff. Uh, and so it's interesting. The only one thing that I thought was funny, and we'll talk about this more when the uh, the Mavs team plays, but their six man isn't on the bench. And they don't have a coach on the bench either. There's no, there's nobody. They just have these empty rows of chairs where the benches should be. Yeah, so the, <clears throat> their first game is Thursday night. They play three more games on Friday. So it's set up like uh, the World Cup. So this opening weekend is the tip-off tournament. They're having three tournaments throughout the whole year. Um, they'll still have a regular season, but this tournament is just for this like weekend or this week, and then they'll the regular season games is starting you know after this. But the top two teams of each pool, so there's five teams in a group. Uh, the top two teams of each pool come out, and <clears throat> on Saturday, so they play the first game Thursday, three games on Friday at like five eight and like ten thirty or something. Then on Saturday, there's a single elimination tournament. And the winner of the tournament on Saturday, the winning team gets $35,000. So then they'll split the winnings of the roster and all that stuff. If if you are into this and want to watch a particular game, the Celtics 
have the second overall pick. His name is Fab, and he's a point guard also. And clear, apparently, they, him and Dimes were the two clear-cut picks in the draft, no matter who was first and second. And they've been battling out, for quote, battling it out for years. So I have a piece coming up on Mavs.com, I think today <laughs> on Wednesday or Thursday. What's Fab Point play? guard, like Dimes. Oh, that t- yeah. So anyway, if you're trying to find a matchup to watch, that would be something that uh, to watch on that. But we're rooting them on. They, they're pretty excited. That game is at uh, six p.m. Central Time on okay, uh, the fourth. This is and this is the crazy thing. When they play on Thursday night, it will be the first time all five of them have played together. <laughs> yeah, I was watching. Some of them were really rough today, and the people on the chats were like. These guys look like they never played together before. Because That's well, probably the case for the Mavs. For the Mavs, they just got JLB Giannis. His name's Giannis. Um, that with a Y though. With a J, yeah, and like oh, it's, it's Giannis with a Y. What? And, oh, keep on. So we anyway, up. he he just got here. So like because he hasn't been here, they he's their fifth starter. So like. They've been practicing stuff without him. So his first matchup with his teammates is the actual first game of the tip-off tournament. So they haven't, you know, had any practice time at all. So for the Mavs specifically, it's going to be it might be rough around the edges at first because it's pretty wild. It's like bringing all the Mavericks in for training camp, but their first time they actually scrimmage all five, the whole starting five together is like the first game of the regular season, which would be insane. It's going to be crazy, but it's good that they have a great point guard that can distribute and dish and uh, and all that stuff. And and some of these guys have played together before, so, so that's going to be good for their, their chemistry. And that was big, I think, in the draft. Anyway, we've gone way too long on this topic. Uh, we will talk more about this 2K team after we see them actually play. Um, also, they, they play on May 4th, which is Friday. They play at 4 p.m., 6 p.m., and 9 p.m. Central Time. So if you can't get to that that first game, check out some of those other ones. Like, like we said, the Celtics game is at... Uh, 6 p.m. And you can watch on your time. phone. Don't forget, so there's we'll a Twitch be... app. It's super, it's yeah, super easy. Yeah, Twitch. You just download the app, and if you're sitting in traffic, well, we can't suggest watching something in traffic. But you know, <laughs> just pull up on Twitch and like see what see what we're talking uh, about. And Isaac, Isaac promoting people it. to stream things while they're <laughs> driving. That was the first place that you mentioned that you didn't. You could have said like waiting at the DMV or at the doctor's office or yeah, like a waiting room. I didn't say what you were like driving. You could be driving your like go kart or you could be driving your spouse exactly. insane. <laughs> All right, let's get to our fake Kawhi trades, uh, Isaac. I'm super excited about this, uh, and a big article came out today from Michael C. Wright and Ramona Shelburne, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about all different kinds of trades in just one second. Okay, fake Kawhi trades. The article from uh, Michael C. Wright and Ramona Shelburne came out today. We did not plan this. We thought that we were just going to do this anyway, but then this huge article came out. And from reading the article and then listening to Ramona on both the Low Post podcast, as well as on this show that I listen to in LA called Mason in Ireland, which is an ESPN radio show. Uh, it To me, it seems like from everything she said, and she's been around the most, she actually had a one-on-one interview with, with Kawhi like that she mentions. <laughs> it was like 30 seconds. 
Yeah, it was like really quick because she starts talking to him and then immediately she said that the uh, the PR person had like spider senses almost like because the guy like darts out of a room and is like, no, stop. Yeah. Like, like stops her in the middle of the hallway. It's just kind of funny. It's just funny to think about. Uh, but from everything she said today, it doesn't sound like he's coming back. Now, th- this is interesting the because Spurs. at all. Yeah, to the yeah 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 to the to the Spurs, not like to basketball, or he's like on a different planet and he's not coming back. He's uh he's he's stuck on Titan with Tony Stark and Nebula. He's uh so and the rest. Spoiler alert: there, there's all the rest are still there. He has twenty million dollars left on his contract for next season. That's guaranteed, and then he has a player option that he will definitely decline for twenty one point three million next next season. So like the two thousand nineteen twenty season. So he's essentially an expiring one-year deal. And so we wanted to look at some of these. And Isaac, I have some big questions as far as Kawhi and these trades and everything. We'll talk about trades for the Mavs. We'll talk about trades for other teams and stuff like that. Um, what is he is kind of my, my big question because I've heard a lot of people – like Reggie Miller was on uh, Dan Patrick's show the other day. And he was like – and Dan Patrick asked him – was asking him about Clay Thompson and how Clay Thompson fell so far in the draft. And he was like, if you had to redraft these four guys from that 2011 draft that was really good, he's like Kyrie, uh, Kawhi, Clay, and Jimmy Butler. Who would you take – like who would you take one, two, three, four? And Reggie Miller took Kawhi fourth out of all those guys. <laughs> he took Kyrie, then he took Jimmy Butler, then he took Clay, then he took Kawhi. And I was like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> so – the question, what is he? Is, I wanted to ask first because I think a lot of people are, have under like are under the assumption that he's just not a good player anymore Please. because they saw him play a little this year where he just didn't look good. He it kind of is like this, like Michael Porter Jr. thing where people like all of a sudden he's injured and you're like all right that's the player we're getting because that's injured we don't want him. That's not the case. Like we we've seen Kawhi be an outstanding player. He was second and third in the MVP the last two years. He is one of the best ISO players in the NBA. He's become one of the best ISO players in the NBA. Not this year, but the year before. He had the same points per possession in isolation plays as Westbrook, Harden, LeBron, Paul George. Yeah. And <laughs> Also, uh, Harrison Barnes, Devin Booker, and Julio Okafor were also in the same category, which I thought was kind of funny. And, I mean, uh, he's also become a really, really good three-point shooter. And uh, he increased his points per game every single year from his rookie year from 7.9 all the way to 25.5. Like, this guy is a really, really good player, and he's worked super hard. Like, that increase in points and in three-point shooting is and becoming an ISO player, like, all that stuff just proved, like, the guy's going to come I mean, back like, from this. I mean, let's just be straight with it. Before the season started, who's the top five players in the league? Yeah, I picked Kawhi yeah, for MVP. Like Nick picked Kawhi for MVP. I, I think he's. I think it's, it's like, I think it's LeBron, Durant, and Kawhi. Just those those yeah, three guys. Like that's it. I would like a healthy Kawhi, better player than James Harden. Like that's that's wild, but like yeah, overall, overall yes. like that's yeah. So like it's it's super important to think about what Nick just said. It's not dumb because there's so many people like that. It's people are throwing out some trades right now it's like y'all think like Kawhi is a top five top three best player in the league like yeah. he shut down lebron when like when it came to like they embarrassed him in that finals I and mean, Kawhi was the finals and he was like 21 Kawhi's finals mvp <laughs> like Kawhi is like Kawhi. so whether he's good that is that's out of the question like i think the bigger the big questions come down to like what 
I agree with I, if you're saying like obviously we don't have any connections with the Spurs, but like I don't you know from an outsider's perspective, I'm like I don't see how he can come back from this just from everything that's happened. Come back to the Spurs, yeah, to the Spurs. And I think the biggest question comes in, down to like how much can, how much is Kawhi going to control it as far as like where he wants to go because he is you know going yeah. into that last year. And what direction? I think this is the biggest picture or the biggest question that nobody knows. What direction does San Antonio want to go? And it can dictate a lot because, like, what if they get a sense that Pop's just going to retire along with Parker, along with Ginobili? And they sit back saying, okay, if Pop's gone, Parker, Ginobili, let's just maybe we should focus on draft picks. But what if they're like, hey, let's come back for another round? What if Pop's like, hey, I, you know, I want to stick around. I want to continue to do this. Then their package they get back for Kawhi, it might change their desire. They might want a star player back. They might want something like that back instead of something centered around draft picks. So that's the question of what direction does the Spurs want to go and depending on what they want in a package back. Yeah, we can talk a long time about where we think the Spurs are going. I think according to everything that I heard from, you know, Ramona and Michael C. Wright, the Spurs are trying to get him to come back. Like, they, I mean, that should be their, that's their first priority is to try to get him back. And they, they want him to be back. They want him to be, you know, like they, they are kind of like shocked that it got this far. <laughs> They're like, well, how are we in this situation right now? Well, how did it get to this? The two other questions I have for Kawhi is, uh, where is he? Like, as far as his headspace, like where is he, what does he want to, you know, be doing? Like what, like what is he thinking? And then the last question that I think is the most important as far as Kawhi's side, I think yours is right about the Spurs, but what is his why? This is a big question I try to ask for a lot of things. Like what is the reason why he is doing what he's doing? Like what is his why? What is the, like when, when Kawhi gets up in the morning, what is his why? Like why am I playing basketball? Why am I doing this? Why am I not coming back? Is it just because of this injury thing? And then does is the, does the injury thing where, according to the article and everything, all the reporting from ESPN, it is a real injury, and he thinks that the, the team doctors misdiagnosed him, which could totally happen. We just saw the Celtics doctors misdiagnose Isaiah Thomas and cost him probably $100 million. Like, this happens in the NBA. This happens, you know, from time to time. So wh- what is Kawhi wanting to do? What is his reasoning? What Like, where is he, where is he wanting and- to go? I think it has a lot to do with just like not everybody's built for it. Like we've talked about this a lot of times, like Rick yeah. Carlisle, not every young player is built for Rick Carlisle. It's just, he, he, yeah. it's just not, that's it. I mean, we saw with Nerlens, we've seen it with not every player, not even just young, but not every player is built for Rick. Dennis Smith Jr.'s exit interview answer tells that saying his advice for the new draft pick. Well, I just went through a year with Rick Carlisle like that. Speaks volumes, in my opinion. <laughs> so when it comes down to Kawhi and stuff, he might just be tired of it. Like the, San Antonio has their system, we know it. They, their system, and with Pop and everything, they don't have this superstar like special treatment type of system. What was some of the main things we used to always hear about what made Duncan and Pop and something so special? Duncan used to always say, what Pop used to, Pop would chew me out just like everybody else. Pop would do this and do this. Well, that's ingrained into the Spurs system of we are all equal on this team. We are all this and that in Pop's personality or just whatever it is. And there's so much stuff we don't know behind the scenes. Same thing with like Carlisle and people. Like, 
Kawhi just might be tired of it. He, I mean, just simply might be like, you know, I'm just not made for this. Like, I've been here for six, seven years. How long it's been? Like, I'm just, I'm tired. I want something different. Like, I don't, it might just, you know, strain so far that this, you know, this injury situation is like the cherry on top of, man, like, I'm just tired of them acting like it's their way, their system, and everybody just has to bow down to it and do their thing. And, of course, I'm just saying might because I don't know. But that's that would be my, like, shot in the dark at it, that Kawhi's just kind of like, I'm tired of being controlled by this all-power being that the Spurs organization is. Yeah. Yeah, the, I I, com- I compare it to a lot like what the pa- the Patriots and the Spurs have been compared a lot in the way that they have been successful for so long, and recently I think is either Edelman or Danny Amendola, one of those small white receivers, got they got, he's now on another team, and when he got another team, Gronk tweeted at him was like, "Yeah, go have fun now." Like he, it was almost like he was released from like this you know like military school and is like now gonna go get to do something you know, more fun somewhere else and get to go be with, you know, the fun group or whatever like that. <laughs> you know, when you're in school and you're like, there's a group that's not the fun group and there's a group that's the fun group, the group that's like trying to play everything by the rules and do everything right and get the assignment done. And there's other group that's just laughing and cracking jokes the whole time. You're like, yeah, I'll go have fun with the fun group now. You know, like the other, the, <laughs> the group that's always serious is probably going to have the best results, but the fun group, you're going to have more fun <laughs> you yeah. know, along the way and you're going to get treated like a superstar and stuff. So, yeah, I, I treat it like that, and maybe Kawhi is now thinking more like, man, I want to go do something else, be have have my own brand because uh, in San Antonio you don't really get your own brand. Now he's he's I don't know how much he's tried. I feel like he could have it, but he's just not a personality that's going to you know elicit you know branding as as much. Uh, his Nike deal they talked about in the piece is sort of uh, showing that, but. But yeah, that, that's the whole. I mean, it's so complicated. We just spent like ten minutes talking ourselves in circles about this whole situation, and, and we're you know not even that close to it. Uh, let's talk about some actual trades, though. Let's let's throw some let's throw some names and numbers around, and some digits and some draft picks around Isaac, uh, and let's talk about some actual trades in just one second. Okay, what would it take for the Dallas Mavericks? To get Kawhi Leonard, is there any package possible where the Mavericks could get Kawhi? There's no package that would not uh, involve the 2018 pick, so that is definitely on the table. I think depending on how high it is could determine what else you put with it. But I mean, if you're telling me, hey, what would it take? I mean, I think it, I think it would have to be the 18 pick in Harrison Barnes. So. What if they did a combination of the 19 and 21 picks with Barnes? Uh, no, I'm not doing that if I'm San Antonio. There's this uncertainty with it. Like, I want it now. Like, if you're going to get Kawhi, you're going to be good. So, like, you're supposed to be good. So, I want the 2018 pick now, especially if it's one. So, if it's one, then that's when it comes into play of if Pop's sitting there saying, okay, would I rather have Kawhi or Luka? you know, swap them out in San Antonio and all that stuff. Then would it require Harrison Barnes with the top pick? Not for sure. Then you just kind of look, because we're saying Dennis is off the table, of course. So, yeah, I mean, if you're asking me, 2018 and Harrison Barnes would be the, the package that they would have to go at him with first. Yeah, I don't even know if the Spurs would want Dennis. Like, they've been grooming Deontay Murray I don't for know. They just handed Patty Mills, they, like, freaking 10 million a year so 
Well, I mean, that's good backup money. Mm, yeah, but... <laughs> but... but I, I just think that they, they have their own... Like, they have Tony Barker still around. I mean, they've been grooming Deontay Murray. I don't know. I mean, I think they would well, take think, Dennis, I mean, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if it's... Over any of those I mean, guys, yeah. But. I mean, you would... If you're San Antonio, you'd want Dennis over Harrison and Hartby because not just talent, but, like, money-wise. And then... Because then you're yeah. looking at having like and a control. Dennis and Aiton, like if it's a top pick, like Dennis and one of those guys, you're getting a combo for the next decade compared to, you know, Kawhi. I think it would almost be a no brainer at that point for San Antonio. But I think I would almost rather have Dennis in, in the 2018 pick, like have two guys. Yeah, yeah, for than have especially just the, the yeah. one super good one because the team's. I don't know. The team has a bunch of really good role players, and I think that they could they could build around Kawhi pretty well if they kept Barnes in a way, but you're still, you're Yeah. So, I mean, it comes down to like, we've talked about this before on the podcast. Like, would you trade the first overall pick in the draft for Kawhi? Yeah, I would. Yes. Just the, just the pick. Yeah. If I'm keeping Dennis and Barnes. So then, I mean, even just the core of Dennis and Kawhi Leonard, that's a heck of a tandem right there that, and then you're working with cap space and all that stuff. But I, I'm, none of them are none of them are likely. Yeah, I, just I don't, don't see, see it, it a ton. A I mean, unless one. yeah, I mean, unless you get one, possibly two, but one, I think a lot of stuff's on the table. But I don't see it either. I mean, it would have to be. Ugh. Aiton with Aiton with Pop would nah, be. Nah, they would take Luke interesting. and Harvey. Could he become? Could he be? Well, if you get two, oh, okay. so like, yeah, they would take Luca. That'd be funny. No. But yeah, I don't see. I mean, obviously, <laughs> this what we talked right. about before. Kawhi would want would have to want to come to Dallas too and that's a whole different discussion other teams that I have uh, I found a couple trades from articles some of them I came up with myself this one was from ESPN uh, and it's interesting to think about Kawhi because we've seen some superstars get traded recently Not, nobody this high though like Durant didn't, didn't get traded LeBron didn't really get traded Kawhi's you know, like our stuff. Only. I mean Kyrie is uh, like our only one we're working with like that high of a star yeah, and that trade was awful. So that that trade, like, and Paul Paul George, I think you could probably put him up there. Yeah, um, they got two young players in that, and then Chris Paul, the Chris Paul well, trade that's was very weird. interesting. Yeah, that's, but he's, I don't count that. Uh, so it depend. Would you do straight up for Brandon Ingram? For who? Like, what's it? Kawhi? Kawhi if straight I'm up for Brandon Ingram? Yeah. Um. Man, I would want something else. I would want to pick too. Like here's my here's my. I don't know if the Lakers, the Lakers can't really starting package. First, like so. oh, here's my starting yeah. thing. Like I want to pick and I want a young player, like a good young player. So like if I'm trading a top five player in the league, so if I'm getting Ingram, I mean if you're not, if you're not getting the pick, then I want like Kuzma with him or Lonzo Kuzma and Ingram or something like that. You know. Oh gosh! <laughs> I want something. Lavar, just coach, coach Pop doesn't know what he's doing. Oh my gosh, that would be miserable. Never lost. But no, yeah, I could see that. I mean, both the LA cities have been the you know popular ones. Bill Simmons freaked out about. He thinks he's going to be a Clipper, and I just don't see that. But anyway, he's tried to send every single superstar to the Clippers because he has season. <laughs> very <tickets>. true. Very true. <laughs> okay, another one I have. Uh, this is also from ESPN. Seventy Sixers. They send Fultz, Sarich, Bayless, and the Lakers 2018 first. Now, the Lakers pick is anywhere from one 
two, one, and then five. It's gonna be ten. It's gonna be ten. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be gonna be like ten. Unless eleven through fourteen leaps them, they're gonna be. It's gonna be ten. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Very low possibility, but uh, so like the the ninth or tenth pick, Fultz, Sarich, and Bayless for money reasons. Yeah, I mean that's the package. I mean that that's the that's the package. If I'm San Antonio, you're getting Fultz. Has a lot to do with what you want in Fultz. You're still Fultz and Kawhi being traded for each other is the most hilarious thing because they're the biggest two biggest injury mysteries of the past. Yeah, know, in the past like five years, ten <laughs> years. But yeah, I mean it has a lot to do with how they view Fultz. But then you're you're still getting Sarich. Bayless is just the money throw in. But like. You're pretty much getting Fultz if you think he can be a career like franchise guy, Sarich, and then who falls to ten? You know, if you go for a big, you know, or whatever it is, you think a Wendell Carter's there at ten. You think whoever Miles Bridges, whatever it is. So pretty much, are you looking at it saying it's Fultz, Wendell Carter, and Sarich? In that case, you're probably not trying to win now. You're trying to rebuild it some. So. Yeah, yeah, but they they have this this interesting group of like we mentioned Murray, Murray, and I think Fultz could play together. Like I think that's a, a really yeah. good two point guard backcourt. Like that would be super fun. And then uh, like you have uh, Forbes has been playing a lot for them. You have Kyle Anderson, your your boy <laughs> Kyle Anderson that, that has come guy. on strong has played pretty well. He started all year for for Kawhi. Uh, he's been interesting. So they, they they have some young interesting players, and they pair those those two guys with them you get maybe maybe you get like a robert williams in the draft you get like like you said wendell carter you get a get a young big like that could be a really nice core for them going forward yeah i like that one but it all it all depends on i mean his Kawhi's price could be anything like it could i could see it be crazy like two firsts or i could see it be like a weird package like chris paul kind of see if i don't if i don't get like the Kawhi or like but that's the thing like i i i play uh I play the poker thing with Kawhi if I'm San Antonio. Like I, if he, sometimes you don't get to choose. Sometimes, sometimes your dealer is 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 really yeah, but that's crooked. The thing. Like the is dealer's he been walk paid away off from the extension. Like that's the thing. Like, oh, say that the the designated veteran extension is that two hundred million dollar deal. That we like that's the thing. Like if you, that's why I'm saying like I'm operating like a big package. You know, it would like they're you know like oh, okay, well I just don't think you're going to turn down a. The five-year two twenty, but you have any more? Uh, yeah, I got a got a couple more. Uh, Boston, Boston has been a name that that Ramona floated out a couple times that people have mentioned. The thing about Boston is they cannot keep Kyrie Hayward and Horford. This is this uh, is one of mine because Hayward is making like thirty million dollars next year. Kyrie is making like twenty something. Hayward is making twenty or Horford is making twenty something, and so. You do like you can't have three guys making twenty plus million or four guys making twenty plus million dollars on the same team. Like that'd just be I mean that that'd be just wild. That that's your whole cap right there. Four yeah. four guys. Um could they just do straight up for Hayward? Uh I did straight up for Kyrie. Oh, see the the Kyrie thing is weird. ESPN had had Kyrie in their deal, and I think that's just Wow, you got Terry Rozier. But <laughs> I am I am I am afraid. I love Terry Rozier, but like with Hayward, why would you do that? So if like you're if, saying- you, if you're the Celtics, though, then you have like four, you have four wings, and you just have like one and a half point guards and Marcus. Well, there's Martin, no Terry way I'm doing Rozier. that as San Antonio because Gordon Hayward hadn't even touched a basketball court forever. 
So, and even like yeah. if he was like at Kawhi's like head and shoulders on a different level, I would like if you're getting oh, Hayward, sure. like then oh, I want sure. another pick. Like I want that 2019 Grizzlies pick. But if you're the if you're the Spurs though, and we've seen this over and over again when these stars get traded, that your value is not exactly like one for one in these trades because they don't have as much leverage. So what what about like Hay- Hayward? And either the Celtics' own pick in 2018 or 2019, or maybe even like that's yeah. I mean, I would demand like two picks with Hayward. Yeah, if that's the case, yeah. two firsts. Hayward hasn't even touched the you court. Even demand two. Like, fir- that's there is so much of an uncertainty. You don't have no clue. I mean, he snapped his ankle in half, so like we have no clue what he's going to look like in a basketball game right now. So, yeah, he's going to look awesome, Isaac. He's going to play in the second great. round. He's going to play in the third round. All right, two more teams, and then I don't. We'll go. I don't get to throw uh, any of mine Milwaukee. out there, do I? Go ahead. No, I. I'm, <sighs> go ahead. I can throw. I'll throw some of mine out okay, very quick. Um, oh, sorry. No, you, we can take our time. Miami for Drogic, Winslow, and Bam. No picks. Kind of like a win now move a little bit. What was the? But what does Miami have left after that? That's my question. I wouldn't care at that point. Like, you still got Kawhi. They have the corpse of you have White Kawhi side. and South Beach, <laughs> and you should, you know, whatever. Um, they could get free okay, agents. At so that this point, one's though. super fun for me. Toronto, Cal Lowry, oh, OG, and Pirtle. Didn't the Spurs go after Kyle yeah. Lowry when he was a free for agent for Kawhi they, they and Patty were Mills. mentioned with him? So you keep DeRozan, you keep DeRozan and Kawhi. Who else is so left? So you have Van Fleet, DeLon Wright, and Patty Mills at point, whichever one you want. Then you have DeRozan and Kawhi as like your wing tandem, Abaka, the rest of the people. Yeah. Interesting. If they get bounced by LeBron again. Interesting. Which, that that team, I think, needs a good point guard, though. Uh, it'd be fun to see DeRozan and Kawhi together. But, yeah, that um, would be interesting. Here's another just, like, heavy hitter one. Bradley Bill and Gortat for Kawhi and Pau Gasol. Oof, that's not enough. Who? That's not enough for well, Kawhi. You're shedding, you're shedding Gasol's contract. That's a. Yeah, but I think Gasol's an upgrade from Gortat. Ooh, I don't know. Gortat's serviceable, big. Like he's not. So is Pau. Oh, Pau's on, pretty good. It. Not for his money. I love Pau. Sorry, I have a, I have a soft and spot. And you're getting for, Bradley Bill. Like that is a solid wing. But I'm Bill's not. I'm, I'm not Bill's in love getting. with that one. McCollum and Myers Leonard for Kawhi and Pau. Oh, I, I had uh, McCollum, Collins, and then a 2018 or 19 first for just for Kawhi. Okay. Yeah. Um, it'll work straight up because of the. Like and once this becomes the summer, a lot of teams' cap will open up a little bit because of expiring contracts yeah. and things like that. Here's my favorite one, and I wish Kawhi would buy into this because of it being like his team and a new pairing. But to Phoenix, so Phoenix is 2018 first, Ooh. which will be what top three, top four, most likely. Top three, yeah, could be Josh could be Jackson, Dragon Bender. And TJ one. Oof. So your parents. So in that situation, they're already going to have a ton of cap space. In that situation, you're pairing Devin Booker with Kawhi. 
You got that wing. What? That's crazy. And then you're looking at free agents saying, come. Like, we have money. Because <laughs> TJ Warren's extension kicks in next year, which is like $12 million. But And then if you're San Antonio, it's a rebuilding move, but you get Josh Jackson, Bender, and a top four pick in this draft, which I think is a pretty good haul. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, especially if the if you're not getting dollar for dollar for Kawhi. Kawhi. Kawhi has to All right, this is my last pizza. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Milwaukee sends Middleton, Brogdon, Thonmaker, and a 2019 first. Their 2019 first is very compromised. <laughs> it is like they have they get it from uh, from one to three or from seventeen to thir- seventeen to thirty. So it's basically they get it huh. you know outside yeah. the lottery. I would love to see him and Giannis. But you send those three guys, get him and Giannis, and then Bledsoe, get him with a good coach, get Fizdale up yeah, there. I don't like Bledsoe very much, but yeah, it's just here's my thing. Here, here's my whole thing with it. I know, but I think under the right coach, Bledsoe. Anyway, I think Bledsoe uh, could make a comeback. Here's my thing with Kawhi, and it comes down to like, if you want out of San Antonio, you want out of that system. What's he, what is he going to prefer? Does he want to win, or is he like, man, I've been stuck in San Antonio on this river walk for my whole career, stuck in the San Antonio system. <laughs> I want like a cool scenery, and if it's like a mix of both. Then it, I just don't want him to go where LeBron goes, and I'm just kind of scared that that happened. But are we going to see him do a list? Remember, Kyrie had that list of yeah. five places we'll see he wanted that. to go. I think we will for sure. Yeah, I just don't. Like the that. Clippers trade that Bill Simmons, a lot of people threw out there, is Tobias Harris in both of their lottery picks, which would be like twelve and thirteen. And yeah, I just don't think enough. that's enough. So. It'd be inter- interesting to see if there is a team like a Milwaukee, like a Phoenix, and he's like, I want to pair up with a young star like a Giannis, like a Devin Booker that's bringing in a new coach. Both teams probably will. And like build like him be the focal point or be part of that. Or if it's like, yeah, I want to go to L.A. and build my brand. Send me to the Clippers, Lakers, you know, Miami, something like that. So. And yeah. we don't ever. Nobody knows because there you it's go. Kawhi and he doesn't talk or do social media or he's just a mute. <laughs> he doesn't talk. We have no idea what's going on. The Spurs won't let him talk to people. We just have no idea what's going on. We don't know what's going on in his medicals. I mean, <laughs> we don't know anything. We do know that it's very interesting, and we do know that we are thankful for you guys listening to Locked On Mavericks. Uh, I'm sorry that we we busted everybody's uh, Kawhi love and, and Kawhi to the Mavericks trades. Uh, sorry about that, guys, but we don't think it's going to happen. Spoiler alert. Alright, thank you everybody for listening to Locked on Mavs. We'll be back for the rest of this week with other stuff. On Friday, we are going to be talking all DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, let's go. And Nick and I uh, differ uh, greatly on this. Dueling it out, per se. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>